0: Good morning, brethren. Good morning. morning. Well, today we're gathered around the Lord's table, and this is a meal that the Lord Himself instituted on the last night of His life before He was crucified and then buried and rose again. He said, "Do this in remembrance of Me." Mm -hmm. And this is a a symbolic meal that is uh, signifying our union with Christ, our communion with Him. And so we have the bread, which uh, represents his body. In uh, Matthew 26, verse 26, Jesus said, This is my body. Yes, uh-huh. And in Luke 22:19, he said, This was given for you. Mm-hmm. In 1 Corinthians 11:24, Paul records what he would, had revealed, had been revealed to him by the Lord. It says, This was broken. Yeah, this, my body, which was broken for you. Yes, amen. We drink the, the grape juice, or the fruit of the vine. This represents his blood. So we're remembering his body that was broken on the cross and his blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. That's Matthew 26, verse 28. Well, today I'd like to consider the uh, absolute necessity for a sacrifice to be without blemish and without spot. And I'd like to consider the sinless nature of Christ's offering without blemish and without spot. Amen. We have uh, a God who is perfect, yeah. and He won't accept anything that is not perfect. Mm-hmm. That's right. Any sacrifice that was to be offered had to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And the law of God is quite clear on this matter. There's no spot or blemish in anything that was offered to God as a sacrifice. Amen. If there was any imperfection, any in, any corruption, that God would not accept it. Now, this is in Leviticus chapter twenty-two. Verse seventeen through twenty-five, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, Whatsoever he be of the house of Israel or of the strangers in Israel that will offer his oblation for all his vows, and for all his free-will offerings which they will offer unto the Lord for a burnt offering, ye shall offer at your own will a male without blemish of the breeves. Of the sheep or of the goats, but whatsoever hath a blemish, that shall ye not offer, for it shall not be acceptable for you. And whosoever offereth a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord to accomplish his vow, or a freewill offering in beefs or sheep, it shall be perfect Mm -hmm. to be accepted. There shall be no blemish therein, blind, or broken, or maimed, or having a win. Or scurvy, or scabbed, yeah. you shall not offer these unto the Lord, nor make an offering by fire of them upon altar unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Either a bullock or a lamb that hath anything superfluous, anything extra, like a yeah. extra leg, or mm-hmm. or lacking in his parts. Maybe he's missing a leg. Mm-hmm. You may offer that. Thou that mayest thou offer for a free will offering, but for a vow it will not be accepted. Yeah. You shall not offer unto the Lord that which is bruised or crushed or broken or cut, neither shall you make any offering thereof in your land. Neither from a stranger's hand shall you offer the bread of your God of any of them, because their corruption is in them and blemishes be in them. Mm -hmm. They shall not be accepted for you. So we see the principle that anything that was offered to God had to be perfect without blemish. And it talks about some diseases as animals get diseases. uh, They get injured, they get torn by animals. You can't offer that. You offer the best to God. God won't accept anything that's not perfect. In fact, it says that that sacrifice was an abomination to God. And this is in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 1. Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord God any bullock or sheep wherein is blemish or any evil favoredness. For that is an abomination unto the Lord our God. So God does not accept leftovers. He only accepts the best. And God won't accept what's not perfect in every way. Additionally, the priests had to be perfect, without blemish. The sacrifice had to be perfect. The priests who offered them also had to be without blemish. They had to be without blemish when they came nigh to offer the bread of the God of his God, or to offer offerings of the Lord made by fire. This is Leviticus chapter 21, 16 through 24. I won't read it, but I encourage you to focus on the fact yeah. it's repeated six, seven times. The priest had to be without blemish. The phrase is used six or seven times in that passage. Le- Leviticus 21, 16 through 24. Now, there are a lot of sacrifices in the Old Testament. Every single one of them had to be without blemish. The Passover lamb. When Moses instituted the Passover, they were escaping from Egypt and they put the blood of the lamb on the doorposts. Mm -hmm. It had to be without blemish. That's uh, Exodus 12, verse 5. And that protected them from being killed. The firstborn killed when the, the destroying angel came and killed all the firstborn. It had to be without blemish. When a priest was consecrated, they had a ram of consecration. They had a big ceremony to consecrate the priests and make them acceptable and sanctified for their office as a priest. Exodus 29.1 says that the sacrifice of that was two rams without blemish. If they had a burnt offering, any burnt offering had to be perfect and without blemish. Leviticus 1.3 If his offering be a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. This phrase is continually throughout the scripture. Leviticus 1.10. If his offering be of the flocks, namely of the sheep or the goats, for a burnt sacrifice, he shall bring it a male without blemish. The peace offering was a sacrifice to God, signifying that you're now at peace with God. Part of it was burned and God received it. Part was given to the priests and they ate it. And the worshiper... And his family and friends ate it. It was like a communal meal. God and the priests and the people all joining together in a communal meal. And that's actually sort of what we're doing here today, communion with God. But the peace offering had to be without blemish. That's Leviticus chapter 3, verse 1. And Leviticus chapter 3, verse 6. If his offering for a sacrifice of peace offering unto the Lord be of the flock, male or female, he shall offer it, Without blemish. Now this phrase is repeated. The sin offering had to be without blemish. Leviticus chapter four verse three. He had uh, for the priest actually for himself if he had to if he sinned. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a priest to sinned? Well, he did it. He had to bring a sacrifice for his sin. A sin offering, a young bullock without blemish. Mm -hmm. Leviticus four verse twenty three. If you have a sin and you've, it come, came to your mind, you didn't realize you did at the time, well, you bring a male without blemish. Yeah. Leviticus 4.28, without blemish. Mm-hmm. Leviticus 4.32, if you bring a lamb for a sin offering, without blemish. Mm-hmm. This continues, the trespass offering. Yeah. I mean, we can go through and spend the rest of the day going through the scriptures. point out, when Moses told... Aaron and his sons how to operate the tabernacle and the sacrifice the first time uh, the first eight chapters of Leviticus are instruction now Leviticus 9 is when they did the first time they actually did it it it, it indicates that uh, all the sacrifices were without blemish that's Leviticus chapter 9 verse 2 and 3 I want to point out to you that the word without blemish and without spot is actually the same Hebrew word and they're interchangeable. It's just sometimes it's translated without spot, sometimes without blemish. Every day in the tabernacle, they had to have a burnt sacrifice, a continual sacrifice. Every morning, a lamb. Every evening, a lamb. It says that in Numbers 28, verse 3, the offering made by fire, which he shall offer unto the Lord two lambs of the first year without spot. That's the same word as without blemish. Without spot, day by day, for a continual burnt offering. There's always supposed to be an animal... On the, sac- on the altar, burnt up as a sacrifice to God, morning and evening, every Sabbath day, they had a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Numbers twenty-eight, verse nine. On the Sabbath day, two lambs of the first year, without spot. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of every month, they had a, a celebration. that They would have a new month, a, yeah. a, a new month, and a new moon sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That sacrifice had to be without spot. Numbers twenty-eight, verse eleven. When a leper was cleansed, Mm -hmm. they got their disease removed, and so they had to go to do a ceremony in the temple to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. It says that in Leviticus chapter 14, verse 10, the lamb that he offered had to be without blemish. Mm -hmm. When a Nazarite finished his vow, Mm -hmm. he had to bring a sin offering. Mm -hmm. Numbers chapter 6, verse 14. Three times in that verse, it says... It was without blemish. Yeah. I can't emphasize enough. Yeah. the fact that every single sacrifice in the Old Testament was without blemish. it was yeah. perfect in every way. the red heifer yeah. if they they would t- as far as I understand in, in the entire history of Judaism, there have only been nine red heifers that they've ever had now they don't have a temple now, but the red heifer was for cleansing it, it had to have every single hair was red in addition to being perfect, not being torn. Numbers 19, verse 2. This is the ordinance of the law, which the Lord hath commended, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring thee a red heifer without spot, wherein is no blemish, and upon which never came yoke. If every firstborn male that opened the womb was dedicated to the Lord, whether it's a person or an animal, Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 19 through 21, talks about if you have an animal that's a firstborn, that is given to the Lord. Here's what it says. All the firstling males that come of thy herd and of thy flock thou shalt sanctify unto the Lord thy God. Thou shalt do no work with the firstling of thy bullock, nor shear the firstling of thy sheep. Thou shalt eat it before the Lord thy God year by year, in the place where the Lord shall choose thou and thy household. If there be any blemish therein or if it be lame or blind or have any ill blemish I shall not sacrifice it unto the Lord thy God yeah. Deuteronomy 15 verse 19 through 21 Well the feast of the Lord every single one of those sacrifices yeah. Yeah. the first fruits Leviticus 23 verse 12 is a lamb without blemish yeah. The feast of Pentecost mm-hmm. Leviticus chapter 23 verse 18 now this one, they offered seven lambs without blemish. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, Numbers 28, verse 19. All of those animals were without blemish. At the Feast of Pentecost, Numbers 28, verse 31. All those sacrifices had to be without blemish. At the Feast of Trumpets, Numbers 29, verse 2 one young bullock, one ram, and seven lambs of the first year without blemish. Do you get the picture? God had an absolute requirement that anything sacrificed was perfect. On the day of atonement, Uh one day a year, they would have a national fast day to confess all the sins of the nation of Israel. Uh This is Numbers 29, verse 8. Again, it was specified as without blemish. At the Feast of... Tabernacles. This is in Numbers 29, seven times it mentions in different verses. Numbers 29, verse 13, without blemish. Mm-hmm. The second day, Numbers 29, 17, says they're without spot. I want to point out that without spot and without blemish are interchangeable. Yeah, right. Numbers 29, verse 2, 29, verse 20, on the third day, animals without blemish. On the fourth day, verse 23, without blemish. On the fifth day, verse twenty-six, without spot. On the sixth day, verse twenty-nine, without blemish. And on the seventh day, verse thirty-two, mentions without blemish. I'm, I'm kind of like a drum just beating, but I want to get this home to you. It had to be perfect. Amen. And Ezekiel had a vision of the temple. Now, this is not like any temple that Herod built or Solomon built. But for cleansing of that altar in Ezekiel's temple that he saw, this is Ezekiel chapter 43, verse 22 and 23 and 25. It mentions when they cleanse the altar, the animal had to be without blemish. When they cleansed the sanctuary, Ezekiel 45, verse 18, cleansing the sanctuary is an animal without blemish. Had a Passover and unleavened bread in Ezekiel's temple that he saw. Ezekiel forty-five, verse twenty-three. The animals had to be without blemish. On the Sabbath day in Ezekiel's temple, Ezekiel forty-six, verse four, the animals were without blemish. In Ezekiel's temple, the new moon sacrifices were without blemish. Ezekiel forty-six, verse six. The daily burnt offerings in Ezekiel's temple, Ezekiel forty-six, verse thirteen. Without blemish. Now, you get the picture. All of these sacrifices show the absolute necessity of the offering to be perfect without any imperfection or blemish or spot. All of these sacrifices were types pointing to and prefiguring the perfect sacrifice of Christ, who was in every way spotless and without blemish. He was sinless, perfect in every way. If God wouldn't accept an animal as a sacrifice... That had a blemish or a spot. And we know that the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sin. But what makes you think that God would accept the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ, unless he were perfect in every way and without sin, without blemish, without spot? I want to tell you that Jesus is perfect. He is sinless. The prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 53, he pointed to the sinlessness of Christ. Isaiah 53, verse 9. Speaking of Christ, He made His grave with the wicked and with the rich in His death because He had done no violence. Neither was any deceit in His mouth. You can't find a wicked act that Jesus ever did. You can't find anything. He never told a lie. Everything He said was what His Father told Him to say. Jesus was teaching in the temple. And the Pharisees came to Him and He was answering their charges. In John chapter eight verse forty-six, Jesus posed this question. I asked this question today. Jesus said, "Which of you convinces me of any sin?" I asked that question. Can you find any sin with Christ? No. He's on display for you to see. Is he? Will is he able to be your sacrifice? When Judas, Judas Iscariot betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ, here's what he said. Matthew 27, verse 4. He said, I have sinned, and then I have betrayed the innocent blood. There's no other innocent blood on the planet. Never has been, never will. Jesus is the innocent blood. When Pilate, Jesus was before Pilate. Pilate declared Jesus that he was just. Matthew 27, verse 24. Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing. But rather, a tumult was made, and he took water, and he washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Uh And they took Barabbas instead, who was a murderer and a thief and an insurrectionist. Uh Luke 23, verse 4, Pilate said to the chief priests and the people, I find no fault in this man. In John 18, verse 38, Pilate and Jesus were having a conversation Pilate says, What is truth? Yeah. And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and saith unto them, I find no, in him no fault no. at all. Amen. Uh-huh. John 19, verse 4 Pilate went forth again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that you may know that I find no fault in him. Yes. Amen. Amen. And then in ver- John 19, verse 6, When the chief priests, therefore, and the officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him! Mm-hmm crucify him. Yeah. Pilate saith, unto them, take ye him mm. and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. For Christ Jesus was completely without sin. Amen. Amen. Yes. Now he did come as a man, but he had no sin. Romans 8.3 says that God sent his own son in the likeness yes. of sinful flesh. He had no sin. He was like us in every way, yet without sin. Mm-hmm. Second Corinthians 5.21 He is our righteousness. Yeah. God said of His Son, He mm. hath made Him to be sin for us, yeah. who knew no sin, Amen. that Amen. we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 4.15 Now the high priest and the priests in the sanctuary they sinned so they had to first offer a sacrifice for their own sin and then for the people but here's what it says in Hebrews 4.15 we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but he was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin in Hebrews chapter 7 verse 26 and 27 for such an high priest became us who is Holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. And made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily Mm -hmm. as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins, Mm -hmm. and then for the people's. For this he did once when he offered up himself. Mm -hmm. Now the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sin, but Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot amen. to God. Yes. Purge your conscience amen. from dead works to serve the living God. Those sacrifices that they did in the temple every day could not cleanse your conscience. They actually couldn't take away sin, but Christ did take away sin. Yes, Hebrews nine twenty-eight. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time, Without sin unto salvation, yes. at First Peter one nineteen says, "We are not redeemed mm-hmm. with perishable things like gold and silver, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish yes. and without spot." Amen. Christ is our example. Yes, amen. First Peter chapter two verse twenty one through twenty four, for even Hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, Mm -hmm. leaving us an example, that ye should follow his steps. Who did no sin? Mm -hmm. Neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not. But he committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Who his own self bare our sins, in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, Amen. by whose stripes ye were healed. 1 John 3, 5 says, And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sin, and in him is no sin. 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, My little children, these things I write unto you, that ye sin not. Yeah. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. My question to you is, Which one of you convinceth Christ of sin? He is absolutely perfect in every way. He is qualified to be the sacrifice that takes away our sin. And we're here to consider that Jesus was without spot and without blemish. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And I thank you that he was perfect in obedience to you. And we accept him as our sacrifice. And we thank you. F- thank you for taking away our sin. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.